I want to address um, the divine inspiration aspect of it. I know Brian's going to be sharing uh, some of that from a, di a different angle, but it's so important because if you get in the core of your being, if you get to release your spirit into your writing, it is, it is going to be full of life. It is going to be full. So I want to begin by uh, sharing my testimony, listen to the little nuggets that might uh, fill your heart and uh, be significant for you as the Spirit uh, uses the teaching and the different testimonies to um, enhance your understanding. But I want to share my personal testimony as an author because I didn't really have being an author on my list of to-dos or desires in life. But when I was in my early 50s, I remember exactly where I was at the time. I was in Mesa, Arizona, having a prayer time with the Lord. And he spoke to me very clearly and said, I want you to write a book. He told me the topic that he wanted me to write it on. And my response was, but I'm not an author. I was taken back because it was ne never anything I've been praying into or anything I've been desiring. And I said, but I'm not an author. And he said, but I am. I authored the scriptures. Um, and if you will wait on me and receive the author anointing, you will be able to write for me. And it was like, wow, I'd never thought of that before. So I just felt very in, in stillness with the Lord and receive by faith that author's anointing. And I'll tell you a little bit more later as we look at some scriptures about what that meant to me. What does it mean to receive the author's anointing? Because he wants you to receive that today if you have not already received it. And I got in front of my computer after that prayer and just by faith started writing. I had got the outline and then all of a sudden, it just rolled out, rolled out from my spirit. And in less than two weeks, if I remember correctly, the main part of the manuscript was finished and sent it off to an editor. And that was a story in itself. It's just like it, the whole thing was red lines by, by an editor, but it was a, a good learning curve and still is. Editing will always be your greatest learning curve, especially with a person like me, who's like a macro visionary and I don't pay attention to detail. But um, anyways, that was my first book. And now I have contributed or initiated over 105 books. That includes manuals and ones that I've co-authored with another author. But over 105. In fact, it might be up to 107 by now because I wrote a couple more this year. In fact, I just finished another one last week. But anyways, I just want to encourage you with that because it's all about Holy Spirit. It's all about what he does on the inside of you and how you position yourself before him. So I'm excited for you because I know what the Holy Spirit can do. And you're not an ordinary author. You're not like any other author. You've got Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit is going to inspire you tremendously. And so you are a supernatural being from heaven into the earth. You're not an earthly being trying to get into heaven. So that's what marks you with something different than another author. The other thing that I wanted to share with you is a vision I had a while back of a library in heaven. And I wanted to share this vision with you because when I was taken up into that heavenly library, I saw row upon row upon row of books, all different kinds of books. 
And the angel that accompanied me was explaining that some of the books I was seeing haven't even been written yet in the earth. They haven't been downloaded into the earth, but they will be. And he showed me some of the books that had my name on it that I hadn't even uh, thought of writing yet. And so there is a library in heaven where God is uh, preparing it. The inspiration and content is already there. It's just a matter of us in the earth receiving that content. And so your book that you're about to write, it's it, it's there and it's waiting to be downloaded. There are books waiting to be written. And I wanted to read out of John 21, verse 25 in the Passion Translation. In fact, most of the scriptures I'll give you today are from the Passion Translation. And if they're from a different translation, I'll let you know. But it says, Jesus did countless things that I haven't included here. This is John writing. And if every one of his works were written down and described one by one, I suppose that the world itself wouldn't have enough room to contain the books that would have to be written. And your book is a part of the expression of the heart of God that John was referring to here. Now, in the Bible, when you pick up your Bible, you'll see that the Bible is a book of books. And you'll see the Gospels. Each of the Gospel is a book. It's a book of Matthew. It's a book of Luke, John, Mark. So they're all books in themselves. The Gospels are. The letters of Paul. It's a book of Ephesians, right? So every one of them is a book. And they've all got different styles of writing. Even as you study out the Bible, you'll see uh, that some are historical, some are poetic, some are prophetic. And so there's all different kinds of genres of books and sizes of books, even in the Bible. God doesn't want you to be intimidated by maybe what other people have written or by your perception of what a book should look like or what it should sound like, because yours is going to be unique and it doesn't have to match up anyone else's uh, content. It's going to be inspired by the Holy Spirit and the understanding that he gives you will be put into the book and it's just going to be beautiful. And some of your books might be very large and some of them might be very small. The book of Philemon is one chapter. Third John is one chapter. Jude is one chapter, but they're books. So I want that to be good news for you because sometimes we get intimidated when we think of writing a book and we think, oh my gosh, how, what am I going to do to put together two or 300 words to fill a book? If the inspiration of the Holy Spirit leads you there, that's awesome. But if he only leads you to write something smaller, that's good too. So just take all that pressure off and trust Holy Spirit because he's going to lead you in this process in the same way that he led Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul. They were ordinary people like we are, but what marked them was the Holy Spirit. And that same Holy Spirit that authored the Gospels through them, that authored the epistles through them, is the same Holy Spirit who is in you. And he is the author that you are looking for. He is the author of authors. Author, the word author defined means a person who begins or creates something. That's the Cambridge uh, Dictionary that I pulled that definition from. But God created or he authored all of creation. We see that in Genesis chapter one. 
we know that he authored the scripture in 2 Timothy 3.16 in the New King James Version. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. So we see there that all scripture was authored by the inspiration of God. He was the inspiration that was poured into every writer. In 2 Timothy 3, 15 to 17, I'll read this one out of the Passion Translation, because uh, he says, remember what you were taught from your childhood, from the Holy Scrolls, which can impart to you wisdom to experience everlasting life through the faith of Jesus, the Anointed One. God has transmitted his very substance into every scripture, for it is God breathed. It will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment that God gives you. Now, I just want to park there just for a moment and have you just receive the truth of this, because he says here that God transmitted his very substance into every scripture that was authored. I want you to know and have confidence that God will breathe his life into every word you pen. And through that, People are going to be blessed. They're going to come into understanding in the Lord. Their, their, their hearts are going to be knit to God. Why? Because he's in every word. Let him fill every word that you pen. And they will be able to serve God because of what you are penning on God's behalf. In Hebrews 12, 2, it says Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. In Colossians 1, 27 to 29, it says, Christ is the master and creator of all things, and he lives within you. This creator, this author who lives within you is there to help you unlock and write and distribute your book. It says this, living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. The mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people. And God wants everyone to know it. Christ is our message. And Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. And he's going to fill every word that you write. It'll be saturating your message. We preach to awaken hearts and bring every person into the full understanding of truth. It has become my inspiration and passion in ministry to labor with a tireless intensity with his power flowing through me to present to every believer, or you could say into every reader, the revelation of being his perfect one in Jesus Christ. So you can see how, how Paul understood that Jesus was the author. He was the giver of the life that flowed through him. And Paul was committed to connecting to Jesus so that he could bring forth life-giving message to the people. So you have the author himself in you as an author.
Okay. He is the author, capital letters, inside of you, author, little letters. Okay. And you also have the author's anointing. He is the anointed one. What is the anointing for? It is to set you apart for the works of God so that his power in and through you can bless those that you are reaching. The words that you pen in your book are not going to be like anyone else's. They're not going to be like an author's words that doesn't have Christ. They're going to be full of life so that when people read them, they'll be filled with the life of Christ. In the Old Testament, oil was used to um, anoint items or people and when those items or people were anointed with the oil that meant that they were set apart for God's purposes and you are being oiled by God as an author to be set apart for his purpose and to relay his heartbeat his message that doesn't mean you have to preach directly out of scripture but what it does mean is that you have an anointing at work within you to represent him you are set apart for him. And your book is set apart for his glory. And it comes forth from him. And it is for him. In Isaiah 61, 1 to 4, it says, The mighty spirit of the Lord Yahweh is wrapped around me because he has anointed me as a messenger to preach good news to the poor. He sent me to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted and to tell captives you are free and to tell prisoners be free from your darkness. I am sent to announce a new season of Yahweh's grace and a time of God's recompense on his enemies and to comfort all who are in sorrow. So you can see how this anointing has different expressions to free captives, to heal people, to enlighten people. And all of you will have different burdens on your heart or different things that you want to write that will display these aspects of God. You are anointed to bring those aspects of God forth through your writing. Uh, I am sent to announce a new season of Yahweh's grace and a time of God's recompense on his enemies to comfort all who are in sorrow, to strengthen those crushed by despair who mourn in Zion, to give them a, a beautiful bouquet. That's what your book is going to be. A beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes, the oil of bliss instead of tears, and the mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Because of this, they will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness, planted by Yahweh as a living display of his glory. They will restore ruins from long ago and rebuild what was long devastated. They will renew ruined cities and desolations of past generations. Isn't that awesome? That's what the anointing in you is going to produce through your book, through your anointed book. In 1 John 2, 20, the first part of the verse and in verse 27, it says, But the Holy One has anointed you and you all know the truth. His anointing teaches you all that you need to know. So his anointing is partnering with you. It's within you to bring you light. Even in today's sessions, all week long, there's going to be light imparted because the anointing of the Holy Spirit in you is partnering with the words that will be spoken, and you're going to be able to grab hold of that and move forward.